The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. I don't like that accent saying mission control. Uh, it is. Uh, <laughs> I just don't. Uh, there you go. Uh, Allison Chains is there. Uh, my God, they flew by. Still trying to fix my Netflix. Another guy said he had his hack today, too, so I don't feel so bad. Got an email. I was like, yeah. <laughs> then we're looking at, now we're getting all these videos. That Brett just found a video of an invention that we must have. Yes. Uh, but then the guy talking about it said something. Hello, 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 Mission Control. I'm like, Mission Control? Lock the buildings. Keep an eye on the towers. <laughs> I don't like any of that Mission Control nonsense. Don't scream that at me. But it's basically a machine that, uh, Gives you a false sense of having a partner and then a camera on the th- or a well, it's phone a, attachment. It's a middle of your PlayStation uh, 4 controller. Yeah. It's basically a jerk machine <laughs> with uh, two handles. Yes. Yeah, but it's a, got a phone holder on it. Brilliant. It's a selfie, selfie stick. Yeah. So you don't have to have that weird, painful cramp <laughs> in the crook of your thumb and index finger trying to hold the phone in the right spot or while you have you're... your pillow flop it over. Right. Oh, that's the worst when you <laughs> when you lean it up against the pillow as a thing. Ah, come on, mid jerk. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brett. We don't have to get too specific. <laughs> yeah, you try to prop Just it up saying. two pillows deep or whatever. Yeah. Come on, and it always starts that slide. You know, you're like no, halfway. No, no, through. No, no, like, no. Ah, damn it, she's down, girl down. I think I can make it. No, <laughs> and then you try to close your eyes and go to your imagination. That doesn't work anymore at all. That used to be my go-to. I got nothing now. I better be pretty close to go imagination way. I got Willy Wonka singing to me the whole time. Like, no, imagination is over. Anyway, good invention. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the email. I just don't want to hear hello, 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 mission control. No, <laughs> I'm still not over it. Too soon. Uh, it's time now for uh, the entertainment drill. It's brought to you by our friends at ReactDefense.com, the home of tactical black self-defense training. It's been in the news all week. Everybody's talking about that lady that kicked that dude in the nuts. I'm still so happy that that happened. And uh, if you are a lady who's thinking, you know what? Uh, why not get a little training for that? You never know. Uh, you, you head on over to ReactDefense.com. they got a couple of slots that they'll try to slide you in there if they've got some left for the ladies' uh, self-defense seminar coming up there on April 28th. I think the ladies are April 28th and the gun is April 21st. I may have that backwards. My brain isn't working right now, but I think that's right. And uh, either way, both of them are fantastic, gun safety or the ladies' self-defense. And uh, they did the uh, – Jay was telling me when I went there, uh, when I had the, the silver sheepdogs class for the older people, they did uh, – a couple of the guys in there, older guys, and Brett's been through this, so he knows. Mm-hmm. Your arrogance is immediately taken away from you. You know, it's like how many guys here – Carry on your hip. You got a gun on your hip. I do. All right. You're familiar with the 21-foot rule? I've heard about it, but, you know, I've got the gun. And All right. Well, let's put you in a situation where you've got somebody coming at you from 21 feet away and see how good you are with that gun. And they give you the sim gum, gun. And, stay, and the best part is, is that Jay will even say, take your gun out. Unholster it. Turn around. And on, when you hear the first step and you know you're going to be attacked, you know it. We're telling you. In a few seconds, someone's coming to get you. You hear the first step, hit the ground, turn around, find the guy, and get him. And it is rare that you'll get around in time, aimed and properly shoot with a laser gun before somebody's hitting you or stabbing you. It's crazy. Now imagine trying to unholster that thing first. 
or pull it out from your waistband wherever you're hiding the thing. It's nuts. And the 21 foot rule. You made. said you changed where you put your gun, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In your waistband? Well, that was yeah. the thing. They asked that. And that now. was the, the best part because I already knew. Yeah. They asked Brett, you carry? He's like, yeah. He's like, right. Put it where you carry. And, and watched immediately. Brett puts it in his back of his waistband. He's like, all right. Turn around. You're going to be attacked. Uh, when you hear the first footstep on the mat, turn around, find the guy, draw on him, and shoot him. You've got higher power. So you're, you're well protected, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. Brett looks like somebody's spinning him around. He's trying to get his gun, and Tony's <laughs> stabbing the hell out of him I in know. seconds. And it's like, man, you don't, you don't realize how fast that ground gets covered. It's, it's so eye-opening. You have no idea. So you have to learn how to defend yourself properly. Everybody has it in them. Everybody has the fight or flight in them. Why not train? Why not have it in you to be a little prepared? It's pretty fun, too, and you're going to lose so much weight if you're trying to lose weight. You're going to get better lung capacity if you want to get in better shape. Uh, you learn how to strike. You learn how to do all this stuff, and it's a blast. It is just great fun. So those seminars are available. Self-defense is ready for everybody. Uh, we all think we can fight until we're in one, and then you find out, uh-oh, I'm not very good at this. Uh, you learn some techniques that just make you a little bit better at being you. It's simple as pie. ReactDefense.com. Phoenix, Glendale, Chandler, they got you surrounded. And they're the home of Tactical Black. Brady Entertainment. In a new interview with Giselle Bunchen, she says Tom Brady's uh, unretirement is not what broke them up. It wasn't politics. They just grew apart over the years. Yeah. Stop liking She says it has nothing to do with the jiu-jitsu instructor either sure it does a little bit she was yeah. looking for it's someone like he, new he's a good friend right he was a the family there was there was some eyeballs on him and it has nothing to do with tom brady's upgrade either oh he but got in some the end, hotter yeah in the end it, it had something to do with the fact they both wanted somebody different and it doesn't mean they hate each other it just means it's you know although i will say she's coming out with this if you remember her tweets before they got divorced she was big on him retiring. She was talking about like it's affecting the family. She was making it public for a little while that that's what her goal was. And he was struggling with that. I think he went back to football to avoid real life for a year. I don't know that Tom Brady was dying to play football as much as he was. I got to do something because I can't go through this quietly. And I think football was his uh disappearing act like i mean the, the divorce was going to beat him up the kid thing was going to beat him up he's like i might as well go to what i know why retire and put this new life on me and that and then yeah. he found that blonde lady and he said now i can retire she says you know again she denies dating the instructor they just prefer to call it full contact sparring <laughs> <laughs> 97 year old dick van dyke crashed his car into a gate last week oh my laura after losing control on a wet road, injuries were minor, might have suffered a concussion, but uh, he didn't go to the hospital. Yeah, he's 97. What does he care? Police asked the uh, DMV to give Dickie driving retest because of his age, 97. Passed it with flying colors. I don't know. He's one of the most spry 97-year-olds you'll ever see. The dude tap dances and sings. Like, you watch well, him. I saw him like, on the mass uh, the, the, the the singer. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, man, a guy... For being that old? Yeah. They had Shatner in that. Happy birthday to William Shatner yesterday, too. They had Shatner in one of those masks, dancing and singing. And they popped that mask off, and he'd sweat off 100 pounds. He was 93 now, or two, or whatever he is. That's too too late to be in one of those big costumes, yeah. but they're in good shape. The domestic violence charges against the Rick and Morty co-creator, Justin Roiland, uh, were dropped due to insufficient evidence. Oh, good. He says he's disappointed with the way he was judged because when it came out, 
that he's going to be charged with this. Um, back in January, he was bounced from Rick and Morty along with uh, two Hulu shows. Yeah. Solar Opposites and Koala Man. Well, they have to get rid of you immediately on accusation because TMZ doesn't give you a chance to be innocent. Jeff Garland's sudden firing from the Goldbergs due to his workplace behavior was a shock to a lot of viewers. But uh, his on-screen wife, Wendy McClendon Covey, says it's a long time coming. Ooh. And it finally happened. She said someone's oh, finally listening to us. He must have been a real dead man. He tossed wow. Garland under the bus. Exhausted by the PTSD of working with Garland for nine seasons. Holy smokes. How about the... Yeah, but he's on Curb Your Enthusiasm, too, as a... Yeah, he's not necessarily the nicest guy, but he's... I don't know. He's kind of playing himself, evidently. Don't hear much on that set, do you? That's interesting. If if Larry David starts complaining about you, you're Well, not Larry... I mean, there's... Sure, guest others. stars and women on the set and things like that. But I think when you go on Larry David's set, you expect a different kind of standard of treatment where everybody's kind of looser with the words. The Goldbergs, maybe not so. I love that they just killed him on the show, too. He's just dead. And they had one episode where they're like, yeah, that was rough. Dad's Moving dead. Man, Mom's got a date Tuesday. Here's Judd Hirsch. <laughs> right. Here's the new, we bring in a new grandpa. Is that show still on? Yeah. Is Some, it really? Yeah. Yeah, the kids wow. are like 40, 45 years old. It's no longer the 80s. The show's been on for 10 years, and it's a show about a specific decade. How do you do that? Jewel was uh, interviewed and talking about how her mother stole $100 million from her. She really? realized it. Mm. 34 years old, I realize I'm $3 million in debt. Like, where did all that money go? Did she make it back? Are you, can you, like, recover from that when you don't have another hit? She said, um, she had a great yeah, album. She's still going to get no, some She could still money, tour that, though. Yeah. She'd be at every casino. And yeah, I guess that's true. As long as she keeps her cans together, that's yeah. all we've wanted <laughs> to see. Also, uh, a little bit on Jewel there. Heads up there. Yeah. Your manager. <laughs> you know, if I have a hundred. check in every now and then. I mean, point. let's see. She's three million in debt. That means hundred million stolen. She was worth right around a hundred million. So uh, she losing it all like that. You weren't keeping your eye on the prize. I check my accounts all the time. I'm like paranoid. Now I have to because Netflix. I know. <laughs> Hello, my friend. Hello, my friend. I am your boss. I am Jewel. You're not Jewel. <laughs> I have money for I am Jewel, and I would like to give you money. Okay, Jewel. Last little tidbit. The first, first ever full authorized Devo documentary. Is currently oh, in production. How hard are you? What the world's been waiting for. Yeah. Brady is, that's his role. Because they're Ohio guys. Devo. Mark Mothersbaugh's a very talented like, yeah, guy. he's done well. But Devo stunk. If it wasn't for the gimmicks, Devo is basically Weird Al without the laughs. I saw him in concert. I bet you How did. many times? And bought Just the once, energy zone nice and you had the hat. It was hat. pretty awesome. Yeah. No, it was I still have the energy Did you have the hat? Of course. I still have, have it. it. You haven't seen that yet? He's brought that out no. a few times. It's a plastic cup. <laughs> I put it on. It's just the energy that... Yeah. Devo was a 70s, early 80s complete gimmick. Their music's terrible. Horrible. Even they're probably like, they're buying this? Yeah, really? people, right. I can't imagine they didn't slap, another one slap high fives backstage <laughs> and go, I never would have guessed anybody to show up to watch this. Whip it good. Put on that yellow jumpsuit. They're going to wear them? Oh my, we can sell these? 
America is stoned. Brady was too. I had an option at the merch stand, you know, to get the Energy Dome, which is most, or the uh, hair piece, because they just sold a hair piece where, on the song "We're Through for Being Cool." Nobody through knows their music. Remember that one? Reference their song. It was horrible. That one was bad. One. <laughs> it was another plastic cap, wasn't it? With, in the it shape of like hair. A, it was like the big boy. It was Lego Man hair. Yeah. yeah. Brady tried to throw in a Devo deep cut reference like nobody. It, it, We're through for being don't cool. Don't do it. That's no one the, knows that's not the what name that of the song. Is. We're through being cool. Not we're through for being cool. <laughs> really? There you go. Yes. It, you got it? Yeah. There's an argument over the on, Devo reference. He's heavy, right. It was on the yeah. heavy metal soundtrack. Yeah, because we're through for being cool. cool. We're through being cool. You paid money for this? No, I didn't buy that one. I went with the energy here. Saw this band in concert willingly. Changed three times, John. Yeah, you did. Three different outfits. No, they did. Yeah. Oh, that is changing his drawers or something. Oh my god! What? Opened up in the radiation suits yeah, on conveyor belts. We're done talking about Devo. <laughs> Terrible. Someone's band. not. No, someone's living the life that yep. someday that's going to be a popular thing. They're even telling the audience we're through being cool. Were they? It's sarcasm. <laughs> sarcasm. You understand, gang? We were never cool. and now, Okay, never mind. The nerds are into it. Uh, we're done. Larry's coming up next. He's not through being cool. Maybe. I don't know. I haven't talked to him yet today. Maybe he's done. Uh, Larry's coming up next. He's got your chance for U-Fest tickets coming up in a little bit. Uh, that's going to be a hell of a show. And uh, you might walk out of that show with a few thousand bucks. How about that? Uh, thanks to our friend Doug Hopkins. That's going to happen again. Pretty awesome. So U-Fest is not only a great concert, but possibly a lucrative return on investment. Uh, so we'll have all the information on that. Larry's going to give you tickets to that. If you're nice to him, he'll help you out with that and so much more. Until uh, then, that's it for us. We'll see you guys tomorrow right here in the Morning Sickness. So long! You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet Mesquite! Repeat, ericsfamilybbq.com.